Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, Piet. I am Evan. This is Tapped In and August is almost here in a couple days. And August is going to be the fullest month yet for concerts in Milwaukee. It is almost a full schedule. Not quite, but almost a full schedule of shows in Milwaukee at venues all over the place. We thought we'd dedicate this episode to looking forward to some of them. I'm going to preview some that seem uh, particularly enticing to us. Piet, why don't you get started? Uh, share a pick with us. Yeah, sure. Let's start with Cloud Nothings, uh, who are going to be playing at the back room at Collectivo Coffee on August 22nd. Um, you know, that's a band that, like, you know, obviously really thrives on touring. They've got a great reputation for just a, you know, kind of a intense live show. It's like, you know, they can create a racket that can, like, fill an arena, but they always play, you know, tiny clubs. And so it always feels like the club's just going to kind of explode uh, when they're on the stage. Every night And they couldn't tour. They couldn't really uh, do what they do. So instead, they released like three albums on their Bandcamp page uh, during the pandemic, uh, which is which is great. So for fans, they're gonna be able to catch up, check this set out. I mean, they'll be able to hear kind of the older stuff, but I'm sure there'll be a lot of new material they'll be able to hear too. So it'll be uh, worth the wait in a way. Yeah, this is one of my favorite live bands. Uh, it's funny, like you, you spend the pandemic thinking about the bands you want to see, and so often they're not the giant arena shows or the once in a lifetime shows. It's just that act that comes through town every couple of years that you wish you could see again. And for me, cloud nothings was definitely on the top of that list. Like one of the few bands I think that, that is in the indie rock realm that still has that like punk rock energy. Which yeah. You just don't get very often these days. And, uh, they never fell off. Every record is, is so good. The new one is fantastic. I am really looking forward to that show. Awesome. What's another one you're looking forward to? Yeah. So keeping on that small show tip, because this is another fairly small show. This is Rat Boys at Cactus Club on August 6th. And Rat Boys is another small indie-ish band that uh, was sort of stymied by the pandemic. They put out um, a couple really cool records that were sort of folky, alt-country-ish, uh, but sort of skewed in that like indie way. And then uh, they put out this fun, more rock and roll record last year called Printer's Devil that seemed like it was going to be their level up record. Like it seemed like the we're a full band, we're going to tour, we're going to crush our live shows. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. I think they released it in, in February, a month before yeah. the pandemic. So like uh, just about every band on the road right now, they're making up for lost time. And this will be a cool chance to see them. They will be uh, playing also with uh, a Milwaukee band that I've missed seeing quite a bit. Telethon, who has been putting out so many fun singles this year. Uh, that's another band with, just with this like wild live energy. Uh, just just feels like that show is going to be a celebration of music. I'm really excited to see that one. Yeah, it's going to be a really good one. It's great that Cactus Club is back and we'll have shows inside again. With Telethon, they have a new album that's going to be coming out, I think, in the end of August. or doing like a record release show in, in late August. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of new material to hear at that show, which will be fun. What do you have for us next, Piet? Let's talk about Jackie Benson, who is playing uh, August 5th um, at Chink Hall. And uh, this is an artist who, who, you know, again, would come to Milwaukee pretty frequently. In fact, she's going to be playing at, at Summerfest in, in September. Uh, so if you don't see her at Chink Hall, you can see her at Summerfest. But I think Chink Hall will be kind of the best place to see. You can really kind of 
just it's just you in that club with the music without any sort of distractions uh, from the from bleeding sound from other stages. Uh, and she gets compared a lot to uh, Gary Clark Jr. She's also from Austin, Texas. An incredible guitarist, like an amazing blues guitarist, uh, cool kind of absorbing voice. Uh, and her songs, though, they're not. I mean, like Gary Clark Jr., they're not you know traditional kind of you know blues songs or rock songs. They always kind of take these interesting kind of twists and turns. Uh, she's just a really uh, unique artist, and uh, yeah, I think it'll just be so fun to hear her just wail on guitar uh, in a small space. We are going to continue this conversation with some more of our picks when we get back from the break. The car you're not using anymore, it's seen a lot of sunsets. Give it a new life and help us bring you great radio by donating it to support Radio Milwaukee. We'll arrange the pickup and sale and we'll use the proceeds to bring you more music and stories. We accept all types of vehicles, cars, trucks, boats, and more. Scheduling your pickup is easy and it can be more hundreds of dollars of support. Learn more at RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars. We're back. Tapped in. Evan Piet. August concert picks in Milwaukee. A couple really cool shows coming up this month that we are excited for. Just frankly, we'd be excited for any show at this point, but these are actually, these are worth getting really excited for. Uh, what do we have next, Piet? Do we want to talk about Modest Mouse? I think we got to talk about Modest Mouse. Yeah, we definitely got to talk about Modest Mouse. Uh, you know, you wrote a review for the latest Modest Mouse album, which I've, I've heard pieces of. I like what I've heard, but you really know what's going on with them lately. Uh, I, I do hear, and, and based on what I've heard, that this is kind of like their, their best album. I saw them when they opened for um, the Black Keys with some newer material, and there was, you know, it was good. But Ooh, you, you were at that show? I was at that show, yeah. And, How and many were people good. were on stage? I feel like this is a thing with Modest Mouse. Like, uh, were there a ton of people on stage? There were a lot of people on stage. I can't, you know, I can't remember how many people were there. I remember it was like a really solid set, um, you know. But but I'm hearing with with the new album with the Golden Casket, which again I've just heard pieces. Uh, you know, I, I just I've been reading reviews. I read your review uh, of the album. I mean, it seems like this is kind of their best reviewed material since uh, since their kind of mid aughts heyday. Um, so this is probably a great time to, to catch a, a full headlining set from that. But you you know more. Yeah, I I'm. I'm interested, you know, so Modest Mouse has been, you know, one of my favorite bands since I was a kid. They were, you know, just about as influential as it gets in, in indie rock for a long time. Then, of course, they had this, like, big commercial breakthrough. And, uh, you know, they sort of fell off a little bit. Not drastically, but uh, a little bit over the years. Uh, I've never seen them. So this is oh, wow. this is a show that, like, I, I'm, I'm of two minds, Piet. Uh I've never seen them, and I feel like maybe the window for when I would have enjoyed the most is long over. <laughs> you know, back in the day, they were a tight little band that that played loud, snappy songs. Um, their sound has really grown over the years. Uh, it's just, you listen to these records, they just sound huge. They sound like they took forever to make. They sound like there's a lot of people playing a lot of different instruments on them. Um, I actually think the new record pulls that sound off really well. Uh, I, I just think I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. You know, I, I was not expecting to enjoy a new 2021 Modest Mouse album, but I, I think it, I think it hits the mark for what like late period Modest Mouse is. Do I want to see late period Modest Mouse? I don't know. I wish I could see like Lonesome Crowded West era Modest Mouse instead, but that's not what life is handing me. So yeah, I I, I think I'm going to check out this show. I think I'm going to enjoy it. It is a crapshoot. 
you know, I think I think that's just the nature of this band now. There's like no guarantee you will love what you see. <laughs> even even this new album, which is like really well reviewed, is well reviewed relative to a late period Modest Mouse album. Sure. So it's sort of like take it for what it is. You know, like the fact that you haven't felt compelled to listen to the album probably says something. You know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been catching up on a lot of other things. But what I've heard, I've liked. Um, and yeah, I mean, they may be past their prime or whatever, or or the excitement level might be not quite what it was. But the fact that they're playing and <laughs> the fact that there are shows, the fact that you can see a late period Modest Mouse and, and maybe be like, eh, it's a late period Modest Mouse, that's probably a great sign. It's a great sign that life is getting <laughs> kind of kind of back to normal. Um, I, th- I think it'll be a good one. I think poten- especially... Uh, with this album, uh, and especially with the fact that there's been no shows for you know 18 months, uh, that's gonna be August 21st at the Riverside Theater. I think it'll be I think it'll be cool. I can't guarantee it. I don't know. Right. We'll see. All right, Piet. Uh, we just spent uh, time dunking on a band a lot of people probably like. <laughs> let's talk about an act that maybe uh, the average Radio Milwaukee listener isn't as into. Uh, what you got for us next? Yeah, we'll talk about Little Big Town, uh, you know, country uh, country act. Uh, now they're going to be playing at the American Family Insurance Amphitheater on August 13th, and um, you know, this is kind of like a you know, the, the 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 amphitheater is reopening. We talked about this. They're reopening July 30th with Foo Fighters, which is going to be a massive show. They spent 51 million dollars on the renovation of the of the amphitheater. Uh, it looks really nice. Um, you know, I think it'll be uh, definitely to be an improvement for for concert goers. Um, and then August is kind of like the big month before Summerfest, when it's a really huge month for the amphitheater. But in August, there's going to be several shows. Um, there's uh, you know Black Crows reunited and they're touring. Um, you've got Moon Five. You've got Hall and Oates. Um, you know, and 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 those 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 can be solid. I think maybe um, perhaps I mean especially for fans of those of those bands. Um, but I think the Little Big Town show is the one that I would be most interested, just myself personally. You know, this is a country group that can really do, they do some really rich, great storytelling and, and really great ballads. They can also do kind of bubbly, kind of surface level party tunes and kind of do kind of anything. And they do it all really well. I, you know, I think a lot of people can kind of complain about uh, what country music sounds like, especially like country radio songs. And in that in that realm, you know, their their country radio songs are probably some of the smartest country radio songs that is being produced right now. Um, and also, this is kind of being billed as like a uh, like a community concert. That's kind of what uh, Summerfest billed this as, uh, because American Family Insurance is sponsoring the show. Um, you know, typically they'll play smaller venues um, like a Riverside Theater level. So the amphitheater is pretty big for them, but at the same time, the tickets are much, much less than they are for pretty much everything else at the amphitheater this year. Uh, so it's kind of a chance for people to go out, see see a, a big show without having to spend quite as much money to see a big show. And there's a nice touch too for this one because you've got Bodine's, uh, you know, Waukesha born Bodine's, uh, they'll be opening that show as well. That's a homecoming for the city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first big right. Bodine show after the pandemic. Like there you go. Yep, you that's normal. That's the normalcy I was looking for. Piet is uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to see those like five or six Bodine's cal- shows on the calendar this summer, just so I know we're back where we need to be. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, I think I think that'll be uh, that'll be a good one to kind of to, to check out. Uh, I want to end just with a little bit of a cheat. This isn't technically an August show. Uh, but I'm going to bend the rigid rules of our August concert preview <laughs> and include one July 30th show just because it's coming up tomorrow night and it is a big one. And actually, I'm a little surprised that it hasn't 
been promoted or at least hyped up a little bit more because this is a big get for the city. This is a big rap show at the Miller High Life Theater on Friday night. It is Little Dirk and Little Boosie. That is a bill. Uh, if you follow rap uh, music, you you know that Little Dirk is now uh, really one of rap radio's biggest stars. And I don't know of another star who worked harder to get there. Um, you know, usually when, when a rapper blows up, it's, it's almost overnight. You know, they're there, there's a mixtape, there's a hit, and then they're a star. Little Dirk has been around for over a decade, uh, put in work for years in uh, the Chicago drill scene, uh, was one of the early stars of there, but not the breakout star. You know, Chief Keef was like the big breakout star. Little Dirk was sort of in the background for a long time. Um, but he kept releasing great project after great project. He kept evolving his sound. He was, uh, I don't want to say one of the first rappers who was really like dabbling in singing and autotune because there were, you know, so many. But he was like the the big one from that Chicago scene who was like really making some interesting melodic music. And uh, he's just been an influence all over, but especially in Milwaukee. If you talk to a lot of Milwaukee rappers, they will cite Dirk as one of their faves. Um, and you hear it in, in the sound. Like his sound is really, it is baked into the DNA of our city as well as into the sound of uh, rap radio. So cool. It's cool to see a, a, a rap artist at peak stardom. And I, I think you'd have a hard time arguing that Little Dirk is not at the peak of his stardom right now. Just dropped that new mixtape with uh, Little Baby, which is pretty good. Um, top of the world. Good for him. I just, just love to see it. This is your chance to see him. Little Boosie, you know, obviously cult star too. That's a good bill, Piet. That is a good bill. Yeah, I wish I could be at that show. I mean, I'm, I think maybe one reason it's not getting the attention that we think it would is because it's like the same night as the Food Fighters in a way. Yeah. I mean, you know, which is a which is a huge bummer. That's where, I mean, I would love to be at both. I think, honestly, if Lil Dirk was the 31st or the 29th, <laughs> I would be reviewing both for the Journal Sentinel. I'm going to be at the Foo Fighters show instead. Yeah. So I, I'm bummed I'm going to miss this one. Um, and I think what you're saying is is spot on. You know, he, like you said, he was he was a leader, kind of a loved in the drill scene. He was on Def Jam and he got dropped in 2018, but now he's bigger than ever, which is kind of amazing that he was on this, this major label, didn't really quite, you know, explode with that but now you know he was on on uh, laugh now cry later with with drake last year which was a big hit and then you mentioned the voice of the heroes um the uh the, the album with little baby i mean that, that hit number one on the billboard 200 this spring um so you know yeah he's 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 like you said he's at the peak of his popularity right now the peak of his powers but there's still a lot more for him to climb mm -hmm. uh, you, you get a sense that he's gonna keep keep on climbing and keep on getting more popular so it's a good one to check out if you're not going to the Foo Fighters. Yeah, flip a coin. Actually, you probably don't. I think everybody knows which one they're going to. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <still>. right. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, some of the really big shows coming up in August. It is looking like it is going to be a great month. We will continue to preview all the big shows coming to the city, and there are a lot of them. You can check out all of Piet's articles at jsonline.com. Of course, you can follow us at writingwalkie.org, and you can find this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. Thanks to our subscribers, too. Piet, I will see you next time on Tapped In. See you next time, Evan.